Welcome to track number 13 of the message of sacrifice. Wait, to whoever, maybe to a friend, to a relative, to the church, to the work of God, you could not give $50. You could not give $100 because you didn't have such money. But now you can give $100. You get it? That shows that you are, you've, you've taken a step forward. You can give $1,000. You get it? You can give $500 to whatever that shows that you are somewhere okay and then next you are able to give five thousand dollars you are able to give ten thousand dollars amen because god has blessed you you understand it shows that you are moving on a certain line financially things are getting better but for instance if you have to give and it's like you have to give and it's like well you have to pay this and you have to pay this and even though you have a salary which says so much really minus this minus this minus this minus this minus this minus they have to write so many checks at the end of the day really you're actually earning 150 dollars in a month and if something goes wrong you are going to start going really into debt and so many people who are here after a long time are not even financially better off than anybody in a highly indebted and poor country. But in fact, rather, you may find that some of the people in high, happy countries are rather better off. Amen. Amen. You see, and I'm saying this especially for the church here in Maryland because I believe that God wants to lift you up. Amen. You see, recently we were having a revival, just like we are having sort of revival here. And uh, I, I said, okay, we're, we're going to take offerings every day and we're going to buy a new mixer you're right now the mixer in our church is old it's been there for some time and it's spoiled a lot many of the channels were not working so we're going to buy it and i asked pastor johnny who was sitting in front how much is it going to cost and he said maybe more than 10 million cities so i said find out how much it is i'm sure it's about 15 or 20 or more so he went and found out it was 80 million so i said well but throughout the offering the, the time that we have this revival we're going to take the offering every day and all the money we get is going to be used to buy and that we are i'm putting a challenge to the church that we should be able to pay for it by the time the what do you call it is up as soon as i finished making that announcement we closed the service we took the offering and a man came up to me and said i'll buy the mixer I'll just buy the mixer. So just whatever offerings you get, just use it for something else. But I'll buy the mixer. So I said, well, we don't know how much. He said, no problem. Just find out how much it is. I'll pay for it. We found out how much was 80 million CDs. We just wrote a check. 80 million CDs. Whatever. Just pay for it. Now, that is 80 million CDs. That's about $2,500 here. You get it? And if we're doing an offering here to buy equipment here, you get it? I wonder how many of you here or in, if anybody here will get look i just pay for the two thousand five hundred dollars this man pays his tithe he pays his first service not that he's stealing the tithe every week and then he comes to add it up and it sounds nice and one day he brings the two thousand the tithe is god's money anytime you take it you are a thief you are stealing i i, I don't i don't want to, to to pretend to you amen now and i'm saying that he, he just he just he just took mm-hmm. care of that we needed computers i even mentioned to pastor joe that we need a lot of computers to to do so many things in our office so i just called a brother i just remember this is brother who deals in computers so i just called and i said brother we need some we said oh no problem and he said how many computers do you need and i said we need a lot of computers then he said how many do you need and i said okay we need about eight computers now 
and he, he laughed and he said okay I'll give you two computers every month you can go for two computers every month not buy he was giving the computers supposing I was to stand here and say I want computers eight computers I wonder how many people in a G7 country in this church will be able to say look I'll take care of the eight computers amen we have people who live in Ghana who pay tithes of ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars three thousand I was just recently I was in the uh, what do you call it control uh, the where they were counting money because we made an arrangement with the bank to come for the money on Sunday it's uh, well, we don't go to the bank the bank comes to us <laughs> so <laughs> and, and we told the bank that we want them to work on Sundays now they should come because there's been some a lot of stealing people arm robberies and so on even to churches so we told the bank that they should just come on Sunday for the money so I went down there when they were counting and I mean here were checks people had written various I, I normally don't see all those things you know somebody's just paying his tithe three thousand dollars I wonder how many people here pay tithes of three thousand dollars no not a year I'm talking about one time month or week But God is going to do it over here in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, and when the Lord turns your captivity, you will be like people who are dreaming. Amen. And you'll be able to you sing and you will laugh. And you will say, The Lord has done great things for us. But you see, you've got to be faithful. You've got to be faithful. I say, when the Lord turns your captivity, you'll be surprised. I was looking at a brother. You know, he was paying his first and best every month. He paid his first and best. I know that he paid his first and best. His first and best was about $10. $10 a month. Yeah, a month. $10 a month means that you earn how much? $100 a month. But the Lord turned his captivity. And then he came to pay his tithes. $20,000. Oh, yeah. I say, I keep telling my people that I'm not expecting any cocaine dealer from outside. Me and you, we will all be in the church. We are all here together. And the Lord is going to bless us right here. And he's going to lift us up and we will see. We will be here together. And we will see the thing happening. I see it happening here in Jesus' name. No, take it from me. Because those who believe will experience it. We will all grow up together. We are not, don't, don't expect cocaine dealers to come from outside. Expect or rich people from somewhere to come. And, oh, you are the people who are going to become the wealthy and the blessed people in the midst of the congregation. Don't expect it from anywhere. Don't expect it from anywhere. I'm expecting you. You see, the other time I was preaching, I called one of the little boys. I said, how, how old are you? He was about 16 or 17 years old. I said, what's, what's your name? He said, my name is Lord. Lord Mills. I said, okay, Lord. And I said, you see Lord Mills? This little boy here, he's the, I'm expecting him. I'm going to I'll be praying for him. I lay hands on him. I anoint him with oil. I teach him the word of God. These same people, they are going to become mega and strong and powerful. They will own aeroplanes and cars. So we are going to, you come to, those of you who, who come to Ghana, you will come to Ghana, you see us flying planes. You say, ah, but I thought you were a hippie country. Yeah. We are in a hippie country, but we are not of hippie. I said, we are in a hippie country, but we are not of hippie. Are you listening to me? 
So I am saying it because I sense very, very, very strong, strongly that the Lord is taking us in this Maryland. Because I, I, I can see, because you see, the times that I've been here, I have seen the giving capacity. R- rarely could you get anybody to give $500 or anything. I mean, so we ought a thousand dollars. Hey, man, there are people in hippie countries who are giving thousands of dollars. If you are here by the grace of God, you must get to the place where you can. It's something you can do. Otherwise, you ask yourself, man, what are you struggling in this winter? Spring, when it is snowing in spring. The heat. Man. I said, man. But God is delivering you in the name of Jesus. You will prosper and you will be surprised that you are prospering. I want you to believe it. I want you to believe it. Because I've been with my people and I've seen them be blessed. Recently, I officiated, I officiated a wedding. It's the first wedding that I've officiated that the bride and the groom were falling down under the power when I laid hands on them. But when I laid hands on the, uh, on the bridegroom, I was in the spirit immediately and I saw a vision. Please settle down, please. You know, just leave the chairs. There are so many chairs that we, which we don't need, right? Just sit down, settle down, please. I really appreciate that. Amen. I was telling you that it's the first wedding that I laid hands at the car. You know, normally at wedding you can have anointing service and people are fond of But wedding, somebody asked me that why is it that during weddings the couples don't fall down? But this time the couples were falling down. They were falling down. I mean, they were just going down. And they had to be stabilized. When I laid hands on the uh, bridegroom, then I was in the spirit and I saw a bitch. And I saw back many years. And I saw how this young man had helped me personally. You know, you wouldn't, you, you, if, if you know who the person is, you know where he, where he was coming from. And this guy, how he helped to build the church, how he helped to drill the basement, how he helped to fight, how he defends me personally. Fighting for my life, breaking bottles and fighting with people because I've been under physical attack many times. How he will come everywhere I'm going and follow me and defend. And I saw far. And I even began to weep. And I saw that they were falling. His wife was falling. They were also falling. And I saw what the Lord had done for them. Because not only was he being married, but he was being married. And other blessings which I don't want to tell you about. Were just all combined in the thing that was happening there. In fact, when I get back to Ghana, he will not even be in Ghana anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, God's blessing. I said, I keep telling my people that you will be... You will see that blessing come to you. One day... I said I'm taking out I said I was taking an offering and I said take out an offering and then that this same guy I remember he took out an offering he had five thousand CDs about seventy cents or sixty 
sense here. He took out of him five thousand. He held it up like that. Hold up your hand. Held. And then I just held and I, I said, This is a car. This offering is a car. He was surprised. I held this a car. About a week or two later, somebody gave him a car. He said, Just have this car. He would never have had a car. <laughs> you shall be like Joseph who was in prison. And they came to call him that. He's being called to become the prime minister. They are calling him to become the prime minister. I said, you, you will be down there. They will call you to become the prime minister. Someone said, I don't believe it. That is a reason why you will never see. Yeah. This is the reason why you will never, never see. Can you put on the heater again? Amen. Are you listening to me? I am saying this thing because God is real. God is alive. And you see, that's why the gospel is preached to the poor. Because God likes poor people. Is it that God doesn't like rich people? Rich people, they don't need God. They think they don't need God. They have everything. There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of arrogance. There's no need of God. And so that's why the Bible says, Jesus, Jesus said that the gospel is preached to the poor. Listen, some time ago, right? You know, sometimes when these American evangelists come to Ghana, you know what happens? They all go and see the president. We had a president for 20 years. He's just gone. Now, many of these guys used to go and see this president. And you know what? You sometimes you see them afterwards. They'll say, we went to Africa. We went to Ghana. We went there. And we went to see the president. We led him to Christ. And we prayed for him. And they would show a picture as they are holding his hand. You know, holding his hand, something like that. And it's like we prayed for the president. And then others would say we addressed the parliament. We spoke to the uh, cabinet ministers. And they gave their life to Christ. And people really clap. And people are very excited. Because they went to see all these great people. It's like God is really moving. And God has really anointed that man of God. Because now the levels that he is getting to is very high. Are you there? But when Jesus was asked, they came to ask him, Are you that very wild anointed man? John the Baptist sent the message. Are you that wild anointed man of God? What did Jesus say? Jesus said, Go and tell him that the gospel is preached to the poor. Jesus didn't say, Go and tell the gospel is being preached to the president. But poor people are hearing the gospel God showed me that when Lighthouse Chapel begins to minister to the poor to the poor and we are our ministries really getting to the poor that is showing the level and the height of the anointings that is upon us not to the rich not to those who are bad but it's getting more and more to the poor Amen are you listening to me? are you listening to me? So I, I and, and so that is why, like when, when it comes to my like my books and tapes, now God has impressed upon my heart to really push the books, make the books, and send them and get them to the poor, to the poor. There was a time I used to go through Christian bookshops and say to myself, "Oh, I wish my book would be. If my book is being sold in a in a uh, bookshop here in America, that I've really reached a certain level in the ministry." I don't think so at all anymore. Now, I think that if my book is in Rwanda, and my book is in Sierra Leone, or my book is in some corners of very poor places where people cannot, then I've reached a certain level of the ministry. That's what I believe now. Because, because, you see, to get my book to such a place, I have to finance it. 
I have to actually print it and pay for it and push the book there and give it away or sell it at virtually nothing it takes a certain level of anointing to be able to preach the gospel to the poor hallelujah so I am saying all this just because I'm sharing with you and I believe that God is going to turn our captivity and turn our situations around you shall no longer be in G7 a hippic refugee in G7 G7 is the most industrialized nations of the world the richest Italy all the countries I've mentioned they all make cars several types of cars the G7 countries, USA, all the cars are made, Russian cars, Russia, they make Lada, Niva, and others. They make planes, they make spacecraft, they make, they go to space, they make space stations, billions and billions, billions. They are very, they are rich in a certain nuclear, they can bomb us tomorrow. I mean, they are rich. Italy, they make all the cars, they make Fiat, uh, Lamborghini, Ferrari, Ferrari, all those cars, the Porsche, I mean, those uh, expensive cars. They're all Italian cars. Italians like fast cars. Germany, all they make cars. Mercedes-Benz, uh, BMW, VW, Audis, and so on. All these are the most that England make a lot of cars. Ford, um, Jaguar, Rolls-Royce, Rover, and so on. They are all British cars. France, they make cars. Uh, Peugeot, Renault, um, uh, Citroën, and cars like that. These are the industrialized countries which make something. They are very rich because they make something. In Africa, even wheelbarrows, we, we import wheelbarrows. You know. <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> you get it. So, so Ghana has joined HIPIC, which is a highly indebted poor countries. There are 31 of them in Africa. All right. And uh, and there are several South American countries which are part of HIPIC, you know. But, but we are saying that in, you can be in G7 and be in a HIPIC community. And your life will be like HIPIC. HIPIC conditions, you will be the cleanest, the security man, the watchman. Everybody here, if you do security cleaning in Jesus' name, I'm promoting you to another level in Jesus' name. Security job, cleanliness, well, wiping your kitchen, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Worship fans, I have done all those things, but God has delivered me from all those things. There is a time for everything. There is a time to do that, but there's a time to be lifted above that thing. And God is lifting you above that in the name of Jesus. You cannot be a cleaner for the rest of your life. Man, man, you cannot be a no matter you when you call it security assistant or security something, you are a watchman. You are just a I mean God, God is delivering you from that thing in the name of Jesus. Amen. God is setting you free. God is moving on your case. I believe it. I feel it. I feel that right here in Maryland, God is taking you to another level. I told you that I'm going to launch my books here. I'm not selling them. I'm launching them and raising funds. Some time ago, if I came to Maryland and I was doing that, I would not expect anybody to be able to give you $100, $200, $300. But this time, I'm going to see people giving $1,000. 
and then and then another time we're gonna have people giving five thousand dollars for a book not to buy the book and by the way i don't earn money from the book if that's your problem not even a dollar i've printed over two hundred thousand if i was to even have just a dollar for each book i'll be quite okay i'm okay anyway without that you know but i'm saying that all that is just the ministry you're just helping 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 it's like the tapes and the books just going to the poor to the poor every book you buy you buy a thousand for somebody else out there and god is doing it i said god is doing it and i'm saying that there'll be a time that people will not be able to give but i i've started telling you from when we started the meeting two days ago that i am preaching to you and i'm teaching to you and god is trying to raise up some trees among the savannah grass there must be people coming out and i'll tell you something i've been in a very deprived part of accra i started my church with students and with nobody and today people call lighthouse chapel in ghana they call it the rich church they call us a church with a lot of money oh yeah but we started with the poorest where the poorest part we are in the wrong place just like john the baptist was in the desert he was also started his church in the wrong place but a lot of people came to him he didn't use church growth principles but his church worked and god is going to raise you up in america otherwise please it would have been better that you didn't come here amen hallelujah so let's learn as we are learning this song this whole thing has come up because of the song because i want you to believe that you are going to be blessed as you you are here that's why you need to know this song when the lord brought us back and restored our freedom we felt so good we felt so strong at first we thought we were dreaming dreaming how we laughed We were over. Then we heard, and we heard the people. Look at what what Lord has done. The Lord has done great things. You know what? Write it down yourself so that you don't look at that. This thing will control you. Hmm? Write it down and have it. Don't look at that. In fact, you turn it off soon. So five minutes and it's off. Okay, and you can go back to your seat. Alright, you write write it down and because I want you to take the song home with you. Amen. There's a tape recorder guy working. When the song starts working, then you record about two times and just add it to the message. Okay. So that those who want to really learn the song, you get the tape and the song comes home with you. But this one you should be able to buy. They sell them here. This uh, what's his name? Graham Kendrick. Graham Kendrick. No more walls, I think it is brought us back and restored our freedom we felt felt we felt strong at first at first we thought we were dreaming how we laughed how we laughed how we laughed sing it how we laughed how we sang we were overflowing let's take that again how we laughed how we sang we were overflowing then we heard then we heard the people saying 
Look what no the people saying Look what the Lord has done Are you there? How we laughed how we sang we were overflowing then we heard then we heard the people saying look what no no then we you you pause then we heard the people saying pause look what the lord has done the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy with joy with joy are you there when the lord we felt good we felt strong at first how we laughed we were overflowing then we had the people look what the Lord look what the Lord the Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy with joy with joy this is the hour of visitation hear the spirit the spirit call out to every person come let us enter in come let us bow down and worship down this is the hour this is the hour sing it again this is the hour this is the hour of no listen this is they are okay is that this is the hour this is the hour of visitation visitation don't be in a hurry we are singing where are you going huh? where, do, where do you want to go all right this is the hour of visitation no no a Okay. This is the hour of visitation. Hear the Spirit call out to every person. Come, let us enter in. Come, let us enter. Bow down and worship Him. This is the hour of visiting sing it again this is the hour this is the hour of visitation hear the spirit come let us enter in come 
but I stand. Bow down. This is the art of visiting. While he is calling. While he is calling. His spirit is falling. Spirit is falling. Oh, oh. Anointing is flowing. Anointing is flowing. Hallelujah. There's an anointing here. Falling over. How many don't know that one? Most of you know it. I taught you. Okay, write it down. There's an anointing. There's an anointing here. Falling over me. To Kanobi. Cambiano Misel You're right yeah. There's an Anointing here Falling over me Touching my soul And changing My heart Oh my spirit and my soul are being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. Oh, my spirit and my soul are being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. 
There's an anointing here. Sing it, everybody. High unions you. I keep kind of Sing it, everybody. There's an anointing. There's an anointing. Take it. Falling over me. Touching my soul. And changing my heart. My spirit and my soul. My spirit and my soul. I'll be filled with the power.